Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you serious? Hello, Marcus Bronzy here. This is How to Kill an Hour. And today, we are joined by producer... Bill, how's it going? You good? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm all good, Billy. Now, this episode's coming out before Christmas, but because it's the last episode before Christmas, I feel like we should get a bit Christmassy in here. Do you agree? Yes. Let's get let's get Christmassy. All right. Up we, in this bitch. Up in this bitch. Uh, we're joined today by Moda Comedian. He popped in a little while back to join me and Funk Butcher uh, and have a little chat about his brand new... And it's still very new as well. Netflix stand-up special, Momentum. So make sure you check that out over Christmas when you do get the chance. Um, but I, I, you know what, Bill? Before we get into talking to Mo or playing playing out the interview with Mo, I think it's good for us to have our little killer bit of some bits that we think are worthwhile to get your hands on over Christmas. What are you thinking, Bill? Definitely. Let's 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 crack on. Let's crack on with that. Before I do that, what's your, what's your Christmas plans, Billy? Sit at home, relax, and just do nothing. Do nada. Are you going to be partaking in a beverage or two? Yes, uh, yes, yes, I will. What will be your Christmas tipple, Bill? What are we going for? Uh, a bit of brew dog. Brew, brew dog? Which one? The non-alcoholic one? No, no, Nanny no. State? <laughs> no, I, I can't remember exactly which one it was. It's got a blue label and it's very, very nice. It's got like a nice sweet taste to it. Is that the Elvis? There's one called Elvis juice or something like that. No, 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 no. It's not. Well, let's find out, man. I wanna, don't be telling me you're just going to have the blue label uh, brew dog. It's, very, it's very label? nice, man. It's very, very nice. I, I uh, go on. Describe the flavour to me while I try and find this for you. It's very sweet. Uh, yeah. It's got like it's got like a bit of slight aftertaste to it. Yeah, sweet with an aftertaste, right? Gonna need a bit more than that. Is it an IPA? It's an IPA. Is it a punk IPA? Yes, that's the one. That's just, the one. I've the punk IPA. All right. So you're an IPA drinker? I don't know. It's just, it's just a lager. It looks like lager to me. So I thought, well, I'll have it. Do you, do you know what it stands for? IPA. Uh, no. In In, my, in Indian Pale Ale. That's is it? Yeah, Indian Pale Ale. That's what it is. And it's got like, I don't call it this, but my, my, my mate says it's got a soapy taste to it, which I don't think is a good selling point. Soap? No. Yeah, he says it's soapy. No. Do, do you know what he means though? Like, it's not soapy, but I get what he means, but I don't think it's the right word to describe it. It's like when somebody says, oh, that cake's got an earthy taste. It's all right, isn't it? But if they say tastes like the floor, wrong word. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. If it tastes like the curb. You, if I gave you a bit of cake and said, it's a bit curby, isn't it? You'd be like, no. Earthy? Yes. So soapy isn't the right word, but I don't know, I, I don't know what the word is for it, but it's got a nice little to it. I don't know. It's, I, would, I, I would recommend it to anyone. All right, it's, cool. It's a good, it's a nice taste. Okay, so that coming your way for Christmas then, Bill. Sorted, mate. Get me. Uh, so beers and chilling. I'm going to be on a cognac. Actually, you know what I did? I, t- I took home off the shelf the bottle of whiskey that the glassmates brought us on that show that they were on with us earlier on in the year. Have you cracked it open yet? They, well, they cracked it open for the show. 
so we had a little tasting, but we only had like fifth of it. So there's that in there. So I've got some really nice whiskey. Got some family coming over. And, you know, they're going to let, let them enjoy that. But, yeah, I'm ready to go for Christmas. I think what's fair is the things that we'll talk about before we get Mo on this episode are things that you probably could enjoy, apart from the first thing, over the Christmas period, right? Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, this first thing you cannot enjoy over the Christmas period because it's out next year is his the Marvel Avengers game. Now, there's been a lot of hype about it. We here at How to Kill an Hour have had a very exclusive hands-on with the game, actually, haven't we, Bill? Yes, and uh, I uh, very much enjoyed it, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, more than once, more than once. In fact, you know what, Bill, could, we should throw in a clip here. I know it's going to make the episode really long. We had an interview with Sean Escoffery, the lead creative. Yeah. Let's slap it in. Yeah, so slap hear it, it in, yeah. Right about so, yeah, now. Yeah, well, well not now. Not, na- not now either. Not, not now. Before we press play on it, can I just say, really enjoyed the game. Can't wait for it to come out next year. What do you think, Bill? Um, it's definitely... I'm always looking. I'm always on the lookout for co-op games with my friends, and um, I've been playing a bit of the Division Two lately. I've mm. got back into that, really yeah. enjoying that co-op game. Yeah, and I played The Way Out last year. Sick co-op game. That was that was a lot of fun. Break out of jail. And we're always on the lookout for like, good co-op games, isn't there? There's not a lot of them out there, and I think The Avengers is going to be the co-op game to play with your friends, even if you're not a massive co-op. Uh, sorry, a massive comic book fan. I still think you'll enjoy this. Yeah, man. I think the hardest thing for this game was to get over the fact that Endgame came out last year or this year. And everybody's been with those Marvel characters for 10 years. So it's really hard to kind of invest in the computer game version of these. But once I think when it comes out next year in May 2020 and we get our hands on this game and we experience the Marvel superheroes that we're familiar with and other ones that we may not be so familiar with, like Kamala Khan, Stuff like that. It's going to be a really good look. Anyway, right. Anyway, Bill, can you please press play on our interview with Sean Escoffery? And uh, we'll have a little chat there about the Marvel Avengers game brought to you, that event, by Virgin. Didn't get paid to say that, but they're nice guys. (laughs) Capturing the Avengers, uh, making sure that they feel like individuals, uh, making sure that they all live in that one world so it doesn't feel like, say, an Iron Man game or a Hulk game or a Cap game, but it feels like all of their game, making sure that we've captured their personality, their power, their might on the stick so that the players can relate, relate to that particular power, like you know, running down the Golden Gate Bridge as the Hulk, for example, versus fighting as Widow yeah. on the bridge, versus flying through and dodging stuff as Iron Man, right? So those were the challenges we knew we had from the beginning. We went in, you know, like... Most developers like, oh my God, it's Avengers. We've got to do this and we've got to do that. And you're going to play as Iron Man. You're going to play as Hulk. And pretty soon the reality of keeping all these unique characters, have them traverse the same space. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was a huge design challenge, huge game. You know, the guys at Crystal just killed it. They did an amazing job. Uh, how do you think your cinema background, your film background, your movie background helped this development? Yeah, I mean, I'm always, I mean... It's, it's both, right? So it's like uh, learning is constant with cinema or cinematography and uh, storytelling for me. Like, I feel like games offer a new challenge of that. Not only do you have to show, but you have to feel and play as well. Mm-hmm. And the integration of it is, is always a constant challenge. But I think there is a bit of fortunateness on my part, if you will, on coming from a film background, coming from a cinematography background and a storytelling background that, you know, helps, you know, push and evolves that even further. And 
likewise, the the actual medium itself involves me. It pushes me and challenges me. So it's it's kind of a great partnership right now for me. Yeah, awesome. I mean, it's it's good to see you stepping out your comfort zone, and, oh, yeah. and yeah, it's a big step, isn't it? Really? It, it is. It is, and especially you know, uh, to really wrap your head around the experiential part of gameplay, and that's yeah. something that you know films don't have. So yeah. you know, having this this new medium where I can wait, I can play sad i can i can play broken i can play not a hundred percent and then build that up that's yeah. a whole new storytelling avenue that you yeah, know yeah, just don't happen in film definitely and with regards to stories as well it's fair to say that the marvel universe is enormous right there's a lot to draw from Absolutely. and obviously with this game you've paid homage to some of the the well-documented ones, you know, whether it be through print or film. But you also got to shine some light on, on a character, Kamala. Yes. Uh, and can you just talk us through that process? I think that's a really nice touch that you've added in. Yeah, I mean, Kamala Khan, she is uh, a favourite for me. Uh, you know, this young, first-generation, you know, immigrant, you know, comes from a, a, you know, strict cultural background. She's desperate to fit in. All the... the, the, the perfect setup for a great sort of coming of age story and we didn't set out to do it but it, it naturally progressed that way she you know she goes to a day seeking sort of validation she has this comic book she's like i'm you know if, if i win this contest i'll be normal again i can fit in uh, with my american friends right i'm a fan of the avengers and she's so seeking validation uh, and the irony is that on A Day, the disaster happens. She gets exposed to Terrigen. She's now inhuman, even further outcast, uh, you know. And still, this character is able to see past all of this, and you know, her resilience and her her need to solve and and accept these heroes for who they are is what basically you know indirectly makes her unite and reassembles these avengers and that's that's amazing exactly. from what i've seen from her you've you've given her this this feel feel where she's she's vulnerable because she's a young she's a young person yeah. but she's also extremely powerful so how did you balance that out yeah it's it's a constant balance right like she even even for the character herself in in the game she is struggling with that power Right? Uh, can she control it? Is it dangerous? Is she dangerous? Is she infected? Or is this just who she is? That's been sort of the the crux of or of the story, or the, the sort of like self acceptance uh, in the face of adversity. Right? Like just having that, knowing that these qualities is that you feel maybe make you awkward are actually the differential or the, the things that make you the hero, make you special, make you part of the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's a, it's a great story for us to cover. Um, in terms of visually, uh, many people have seen the A-Day section of the game. Some people have been privileged to, to play Kamala, like I have as well. But what can we expect visually from the game that, you know, what can you give us a taste of that we haven't seen yet? Oh, there's a lot you haven't <laughs> seen yet. Uh, and in fact, that's just the tip of the iceberg of the, of the story of the game. The game is... Uh, global, first of all. There's a lot of different uh, environments we explore. There's urban environments, there's deserts, there's water, ocean environments. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff to, to see and feel visually. But the story evolves uh, this world without superheroes. It, it gets... It has serious consequences. We start to see a lot deeper those consequences. You know, what the other answer to the superheroes, which is this world protected by science, 
what that answer becomes, seeing how it corrupts um, and corrupts those around it, uh, I think those journeys are going to be exceptionally fun for the player. I mean, it feels like we're in a we're, we're in a superhero universe, but there's some definitely some parallels with regards to what's going on in their universe and what's happening here in the Absolutely. in the real world. Absolutely, and you know, and we can't help as storytellers to be but be influenced by that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, those things those those seep in anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, the the true core is more uh, embracing your power, embracing your the hero inside of us. And by doing so, becoming greater than ourselves. And that's, that's ultimately what the, the, the crux of the story is. Awesome, awesome. Right, before I go, I just got to ask you, how does it feel knowing that you're setting the benchmark for Marvel games, you and your team? How does that feel? For me personally, you know, that's, that's a lot of pressure. It, it is uh, a lot of pressure. Uh, and, and the team feels it. The studio feels it. I feel it. Uh, it, it's, it but it is what drives us to perfection. It is what creates pushing that envelope that I mean the fans push us more than you know because we are fans too uh, internally externally there's always a drive to make perfection and we'll continue to do that thank you, well, thank you very much for your time and yeah thank you for the game I look forward to it man I can't wait for you to play it seriously it's going to be awesome so there you go Marvel Avengers out May 2020 now another thing that I think you'd enjoy this Christmas is the Philips Hue Sync Box now the Philips Hue Sync Box is an HDMI sync box a cool piece of kit that syncs what you see on your screen with your Hue lighting just to recap Hue lighting is smart lighting Stop me if I'm wrong anywhere, Bill, and I'm unclear because some people still are not aware of the greatness of Hue. So Hue lights are smart lights. They started off being lights that you could turn off and on with your app, dim with your app, but then now they've added colours to them. Right, Bill? Yes. Yes. Uh, and you've been, and they've kind of been, Hue have been letting us do more and more with those. So using speakers to make the lights dance, uh, using um, your own kind of coding to make your lights set in your own way. Or me, I like to have my lights set with voice commands of my choice. So I'm like, hey, Siri, sexy time in the lounge. And then, like, I get sexy lights in the lounge. Cheesy, in it, when I say it out loud? Not one for the ladies. Anyway, so um, we... <laughs> <laughs> so when we got told about this Hue Sync Box, they were like, it's a HDMI Sync Box. Um, what HDMI Sync Box does in essence is you plug in all of your HDMI devices. So your Xbox, your PlayStation, your Nintendo Switch dock, your Sky, your, your Now TV, for example. And then what this does is it hubs all of those into one single HDMI thing that you plug into your TV. So all the units go into your box, the box goes into your TV. Now what this also does is allows you to sync what is on your screen with the lights so the lights will once you program them in and, and use the app to tell them where the lights are in your room if your screen has a lot of blue on it they have a lot of blue on them if you're, there's an explosion you get a lot of orange and yellow in them now sounds really simple and it is relatively simple to set up uh, so I tried it out with the LED strip behind the TV and some sidebar lights that Philips provided with uh, to us and I thought it was really cool like I've, I've been watching Christmassy movies because it's a Christmas time of year Die Hard Christmas, which is officially a Christmas film, Bill. Are you are you with me? Because that Christmas, I'm not, not disputing that. Cool, thank you very much. I didn't want to get into an argument on Christmas time, but yeah, I've been watching it with it, and it's it's pretty cool. And I think the big thing people ask me about was, does it distract you? And if you yes, put it to its maximum setting, it's quite distracting. But you can adjust it to have it kind of less intense and less crazy. And one setting that I did like is music mode. So same way that it uses the kind of information from the image on the screen if you're playing spotify through like i've got an nvidia shield spotify through by nvidia shield it will pick up the audio 
and kind of the lights will dance to the music. So it's like party vibes for Christmas are set, mate. It's the one. I like I mean, it. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I've seen the um, the YouTube video of the the review we did of what's in the box, and it is. It does look. It does look pretty sick. To be honest, I would. I would like. Um, my own, my own set one day, Phillips. Uh, uh, Isn't in Phillips? Yeah. Phillips, don't forget when I shaved my balls before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does look yeah. very, very good. I mean, I could see myself. I don't know, maybe, maybe turning the lights off, yeah. whack, whacking on Division Two or something, yeah, and then playing it. It does look very immersive, especially yeah. when, like, like some people say, if it is too intense, you can turn it down. So. Um, but you're viewing most of the screen. You, mm-hmm. I don't think many people would pay much attention to the lights around it. It's, it's, it's designed to get you more immersed in what you watch. It's not designed to distract from it. So Philips know what they're doing. They're not going to make you distract from what you're watching. I, w- I wouldn't be too worried about that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and yeah, you can, like you said, Bill, you can adjust it. Do you know what I mean? And they had a really good demo up on John Lewis Roofguard and they asked me to come up there and DJ with some Christmassy tunes. Um, and yeah, it was it was a good vibe up there. It was, oh man, I went there just after I came back from LA. So it's gone from like 30 degrees to minus four. I was so fucking cold, but I wrapped up so warm. It was a, it was a really good vibe in there. Uh, a notice came down from the Gadget Show. Uh, the Glassmates were there as well. Gadgets John and Gadgets Boy, friends of the show, popped down there too. And also realised, Billy, I just said, Phillips, I've shaved my balls, and I didn't really explain that at all. A few years ago, when we started out on the podcast, Phillips sent us the Phillips One Blade. Um, and I basically... Should we find out what episode that was, Bill? What was that? Phillips One Blade. Let me know. That was oh, quite a while that. ago now. Yeah, it was. Let's have a little look. I think it's 2016. Gee, 2016 future of shaving, the Phillips One Blade. That was it. Uh, so Phillips sent us. There's <laughs> an episode. We need to find out the episode for it, don't we? Let's have a little looky. Oh, man. Early doors, though. We spoke about it in 2016. When, what episode would that have been? It's Ooh. one of the very first ones in one of the many different studios that we had. Yeah, it was in studio. I remember it being in studio number two. In studio number two or three, maybe. It's definitely studio number three. So it's 2016 would be it, really. Should you have a good old search? Should we put a link a link to it in the show description? It's just slap it's basically, a link to it. In yeah, it's basically where I talk about where I shave my balls with the Philips One Blade that was at the time only for your face. And now it's called the One Blade Face and Body. Still waiting for that 1% from Philips. Just just one percent is that mate? Off the sales of that, I'll take a half a percent. It's the one half a percent. I'll take half a percent of sales. Yeah, right. So there you go. That's the HDMI sync box. Good plug, Billy. We've got the video uh, for our unboxing features called "What's in the Box." So check that out at howtokillanhour.com. Now, next, something else that we got to unbox as well, which is also we've also done a "What's in the Box." for as well is the flip grip for the Nintendo Switch. Now, the flip grip is a fantastic piece of kit that helps you use your Nintendo Switch in a slightly different way. Now, we never thought about playing the Switch in vertical mode here at How To Kill It Now. Yes, flipping your Switch on its side and having a go on it. Now, it does make a big difference. Now, there are games on a Nintendo Switch which you can play in vertical mode, but they usually expect you to turn your Nintendo Switch on its side and hold the control pads without it being connected to it, which is cool, but not necessarily the easiest thing if you're like on the train or something. Now, what the Nintendo Flip Grip does is it's a bracket that you pop your Nintendo Switch into sideways, and then you you can also clip on the Joy-Cons. 
Now we did that, very easy to put together, and we played a few games. There's games like Donkey Kong Jr., Centipede, Pac-Man, a couple of pinball games or a Star Wars pinball game as well. Some of them are free, some of them are not. Uh, it's a collaboration between video game historian Retronauts and its founder Jeremy, Jerry, Jeremy Parrish, engineer and designer Mike Troy and fan gamer as well. So, yeah, it was a nice thing that we got our hands on. It's, it's, not, it's not too pricey, is it? Nintendo Flip Grip. Let's get that cost up in here. It's out now because we saw it on Kickstarter, and now that it's out, it's it's uh it's for sale at twelve dollars. It's a nice little Christmas present, that isn't it? It does. It does bring a new dimension to uh to playing games. It it it, it was yeah, something man. so simple, but it is very very good. Indeed, indeed. Now. Next thing that we tried as well, before we jump into the uh, interview uh, with uh, Mo Gilligan, is the Polaroid Mint Pocket, right? So you can print your pictures with this. Now, in this day and age, I believe that we're spoiled with regards to the amount of pictures that we take. Like back in the day, the most mobile thing that I had for a camera was like a disposable camera jobby that I just like have and kind of do a few snaps with and then have to take to get them developed and half the pictures were messed up because I wasn't holding the camera right anyway. Or you open the back and it just destroys everything. Yeah, you, you try and open the back and then all, of, all the images are messed up. Now, we can take pictures all the time on our camera phones. So, yeah, uh, it's nice to print off physical ones once in a while. I think Polaroid Mint Pocket is something that's designed to do that. We had a little go on it. We also had a go for what's in the box. So we'll make sure that we put that on the article on the website as well so you can kind of see what it's like when we unbox it and have a go on it. Um, but yeah, it's pretty simple. Take pictures on your smartphone, send it to it, plop in the, um, the, uh, photographers, <laughs> I don't even know where they are now because I use them so long, the films and, uh, you can pop out some pictures, uh, pretty good. The only thing better than that would be if there was something with a camera attached to it. And that exists as well. The Polaroid Mint Instant. You can take pictures and print off your selfies. Now that I had a little bit more fun with because I feel like everything was in the box. Like, I feel like I can just, you can give that to like a youngster, or you can give that to kids around Christmas, or you can have like a party and like say, look, right, everyone put their phones away, but let's, if you want to take some pictures, let's take some pictures with this. Um, it's got a 16 megapixel lens, so the pictures are going to be a reasonably good quality. Uh, the printer has has no toner in it either. It's some zinc cartridges that take and combine the paper and the ink. So it's kind of nice, clean, simple use. Um that's it really i mean there's a you can add borders and filters and stuff if you use the apps that come along with it but i kind of just prefer to print off straight images man do you know what i mean yeah i mean it did look pretty cool either yeah. way yeah you can add you can add effects with it like sepia and black and white and stuff like that but yeah we had some good fun with that uh, before we go actually before we jump into the moment of you there's one thing that i think i want i want this if somebody can send this to how email billy at howtokillanhour.com email info at howtokillanhour.com don't email me because I want to be surprised by this I want somebody to send us the test jacuzzi now Billy this looks like one of those presents that um, because I've I've seen it and this looks like one of those presents you get given as a joke but in the back of your mind you're thinking I might actually have a go at this exactly now Billy I'll be honest with you I googled testacuzzi before we came in to have a look at what a real testacuzzi was like. And the first thing came up was on Urban Dictionary. Do you want to guess what the Urban Dictionary uh, explanation is for a testacuzzi? No. Go, go and have a little guess. Uh, no, it's just this, this probably go down a, a road that we're not going to, we might have to like just, just take the whole podcast off the air if it... Um, testacuzzi. 
When a man ejaculates into a woman's mouth and forces her to gargle his semen, at this point he dunks his balls into the woman's mouth, thus creating <laughs> a jacuzzi for his testicles. Uh, the the jacuzzi, you, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll be pleased to know that... Um, that it's not somebody's throat. You're not buying yeah. a mouth of, of an unwilling victim, male or female. Go on, Bill, what is it? It's like a, it's like a little machine. It's got... A massive like a machine, a, a humongous machine. You mean, bruv? Come oh, on. oh, okay. Come I on. see where you're going with that. Come I on, see where you're going with Please, that. Yeah, so a gigantic machine. Go on, sorry. That you could just, just uh, teabag your balls into, and it would, it would keep them nice and warm. Nice. Now, this is a great idea, and it's got bubbles in it as well. You can flip a switch, and it can like bubble up your balls. It's nice, but I never feel like I've ever, had, I've never felt like I really needed to wash just my balls though. So he's really specific, isn't it? It's like going for a shower and just like washing one armpit. Maybe you take a shower and then just dunk your balls in the testicles afterwards. I'd want a like Jaguchi as well for my gooch. Uh, you might as just you might just sit in a, in, a, in a regular jacuzzi at this point. I know. Oh yeah, there you go. It's not really the one, is it? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just designed just for your just for your. Uh, who would you who would you give, who would you give the testicles to? You'd give it to someone who would take it as a joke. I don't know, I don't know, some people might be a little bit offended, like, oh, what's this? Someone's mum or dad, maybe. <laughs> uh-huh. Secret Santa. Secret Santa, that, that's yeah. actually a brilliant present for Secret Santa. If someone wants to send me the test jacuzzi, I'll try it out live on air. I'll do it. Live bit, on air, well, bit, you can Billy's do it, like, you oh, do it without me, you yeah. go out the room. <laughs> right, anyway, that's the small Christmas rundown. Uh, the stuff we spoke about, including the test jacuzzi, you can get links to by clicking the show description. Uh, and also, you can head to our website, howtokillanow.com, it's fucking full of cool shit that we do some of it is so cool that we have to film it bill some of it doesn't make it onto the podcast most of the podcast stuff makes it onto the website but it's well worth checking it out as well now we were joined by mo gilligan a comedian who has been absolutely nailing it a self-made man over the last couple of years he's gone from absolutely destroying instagram with his hilarious cut the cans videos uh, <laughs> and all the other likes and he's just finished a tour of the uk i believe he's got a tour next year that's coming up and he's also released a Netflix special. Now, we invited him into the sta- uh, station, into the show, to have a chat about his brand new Netflix special and also just about life as a comedian. Also spoke about some tech as well. We were joined by Funk Butcher, who's still feeling a little bit under the weather. Get well, Funk. Uh, and yeah, this is what happened when we brought Mo into the studio. So because we've been talking for so long, can we just pretend like it's a whole fresh brand new show and play all the intro, intro music again? Yeah, why not? All right, Bill, when you're ready, mate. Are you serious? Right, so this is How to Kill an Hour. My name is Marcus Bronzy. I'm with my co-host, Funk Butcher. And today we are joined by... I'll let you introduce yourself to the listeners, sir. Oh, that's a bit awkward, because I don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's just like, it's me, Mo. Because like, <laughs> if you do it too, too much, yeah. you know me. You see my show. But like, it's just like, all right, cool, bro. So, yeah, um, yeah my name's Mo Gilligan, uh, also known as like Mo the Comedian as well. I try and more push... My name now, Mo Gilligan, as opposed to Mo the Comedian. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just so there's like one way to go if you're looking for any kind of content that I do. It's just mm-hmm. like goes right there as such. I'm trying to use the other ones as more like handles now. Okay, you know cool. I mean? So, yeah, yeah. This is a bit early for this kind of chat, but you're kind of angling for like a, you know, I'm not just a comedian, you know. No, Hollywood. no, no. I'm, I say that straight away. I'm yeah. a comic, innit? Okay, like, okay. I, I'm, a, I'm a comedian, like, first and foremost. Like, mm-hmm. if someone thinks I'm something else afterwards, I'm like, hey, if you think I'm a juggler, babe, that's, that's, that's on you, innit? But <laughs> I am a comic, a stand-up comic, first and foremost. Yeah, man. Do you yeah, reckon man. it could be a, a mode actor? Um, 
I don't you know, I'd do it. Yeah. Like, but it's obviously like I want to do it if I get like mate, hopefully like the right roles as well. Mm-hmm. I don't just want to do it just to take the job because I always feel that you should do a job that you want to do. Because I'd rather give it to someone else who wants it and and can appreciate it. Um whether it's a big role or a small role, you want to look at it like, oh right, that's that's quite a cool project that I'd I'll jump on that as opposed to like, yeah, I'll do it to do it. Just mm-hmm. so people yeah. can say, Well, you're doing acting now. It's like, nah, you want to do it properly. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. to get the enjoyment out of it. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely enjoy what I do, and like, I started doing acting. That's what I'd done at university. I'd done performing arts and theatre production. So, okay. that was what I started that, and then got into comedy as such. So, that was always like the first love. But I found with uh, stand up comedy, I was in charge of my creativity yeah. and how I wanted to do it. And it was easier to work on myself than like, you got a script, can I change this? And then you're like, no, nah, because it's written like that. And so I think that's what I've always found easier with stand-up is that you're in control of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, you're most definitely in control, man. And I, I can't wait to talk about momentum like we would in a little bit. But every single time we start a show, we like to talk about how we've been killing time recently. Yes. So, um, you see what you've done there? Most definitely. I see that. Most, oh, oh, I there's so many. Do you know your name I is one of those pun worthy names? No, I'll take ever. it. I'll take the pun. You know? More money, more problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sort of stuff. It's just. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take the puns, boy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you're a boxer, the amount of intro music that you could come out to oh, yeah, is yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a um, lot. Do you know what? Even when we had like, the TV stuff, there was a lot. I was just, t- I was just searching like, loads of like Mace and like, Puff Daddy songs from back in the yeah, day. Like, okay. And I was like, what one can I come up to as like, an intro? But then it started getting a bit like, let me just come out in it. Yeah. Like, focusing. <laughs> Way too much on this song. I just need to just come out, innit? Like, come out, start, yeah. start the show, innit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, how you been killing time lately then, man? Um, a lot of the time I just, I try to like watch, um, I try to keep up with like, I guess, TV programs and stuff like that. So a lot of the time, you know, I guess Top Boy, that's mostly the last series I kind of watched. But other than that, I kind of watch a lot of, um, I, I watch these really weird things on YouTube. When I say weird, not like, what's it called? <laughs> ASMR and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, no, 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 That one's mad, isn't it? You got people just eating and stuff, and, just, and people but, get off to that, you know. Yeah, like somebody yeah. eating crisps. What's ASMR? Yeah. Yeah, Autonomous so you, sensory meridian response. Yeah. So apparently, they they get off by hearing people like go. Yeah, and some people just find it fascinating. Okay. So some people it could just be them like just tapping their nails on a table. Okay. Like they are so, it's such a subculture into a subculture. But what's the difference between that and then I don't know, liking someone beatboxing? Nah, because beatboxing, you're listening. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know them brothers in West End. I'm like, brother, brother. Let's go, let this go, brother. It's when they do it in their neck. When they do it in their neck. And, like, and like, they try to make out like they've swallowed the beat. And then it comes back. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Sometimes I will boss him like, hey, you man, wrap this up, man. (laughs) 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 My Swedish man just like, it's very good, isn't it? Yeah. That's the point. They took the money in the pot in there. Yeah, it's good, yeah? Yeah. 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 No, no, I I know I sound like a prick here, but (laughs) what it is, yeah? When I I went to Times Square, yeah, yeah, and Times Square, when you see the level of talent, Levels. yeah, you come back home like, yeah. nah, man, you gotta do better, bro. <laughs> man, <laughs> I see somebody's back flipping off yeah. off each other's heads last week. This yeah. is, but yeah, now nah, big up, big up the street beatboxers still. <laughs> <laughs> 
I watch like um, so I watch like I'm into like um, like I like space a lot so I'm always into like astrology so mm. I always try to watch things like like about space um, so I tend to watch like a lot of stuff on just YouTube and just kind of just wait, find just, just watch things that are just not comedy as such do mm. you know what I mean um, just random facts and stuff like there's some wicked videos. What would happen if all the air in the earth disappears? Bro, that video has my head. Bro, that video has my head. Because I picture myself, I'm like, hey, I don't know what I do, you know? You watch it getting short of breath. Yeah. So yeah, I watch a lot of that stuff still. What would happen if all the water in the earth disappeared now? And I'm like, well, I don't know what happened. So that means, nobody's watching, bro. They, they really go into this video. Yeah. So they're thinking, like, what about the water in here? And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't think of that, you know. But and, and that video's got millions of views as well. Yeah. Isn't it? Millions. I reckon there's a lot of people that are high as fuck watching those oh, videos. Yeah, 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 of course. Because that's a high thing to say. <laughs> so, bro, <laughs> <laughs> what if all the air disappeared, man? <laughs> hey, I'll take one quick sip of air. You know, I'm like, <laughs> it's a stone, a stoner's question, just, bro. Yeah, just hold the breath for like what two hours, now, nah, brother. That. That wouldn't work in it. That wouldn't work. But yeah, that's the, the the kind of stuff. Um, when I'm not doing anything, I just try to watch a lot of just stuff to educate me on cool. on social media. Yeah, cool. You also saw the Joker film. We've not seen it yet, you know. Okay. So we saw you tweeting about that as well. Yes. So yeah, I got a lot of retweets and likes and stuff. I was quite in, like because I just wanted to tweet it just to say that like, I yeah. really liked the film. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Like I'm a fan of the whole kind of comic book film thing. But um, you'll see the film. I don't want to like big it up. Like that was the best thing I've ever seen. But I couldn't find anything to. I couldn't find any faults in it. I couldn't mm. see anything while I watched it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that they could have done that better, yeah. or they could have done this better." And a lot of it is shot from the Joker's perspective, so it's his point of view, and he's in every scene as well. They had like a little talk with the director um, and the actor um, as well, so that you know, sometimes you watch. Like I was watching the film, and then you kind of hear like actors and directors speaking about it, and you're like, "Okay, cool." Like it's. Like, there's a lot that went into this film, but I, I really liked it, man. You'll, you'll see when you watch it. Um, it's a different Joker, though, to, like, even Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger. It's just different. This is what I kind of liked yeah. about it, because it's a hard role to do, and it's just about Joker. And for me, he's one of my, like, like, like favourite villains. I, I, yeah, think, yeah, I really yeah. like Joker. Um, so the what they've done with the film, it's, yeah, you'll see it. Like, And you know what I like about DC? Yeah, They don't always get them right, but when they do get them right... Yeah. They just blow it out of the water, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Like the Marvel films are great, but there's a lot of to some Marvel films. I'm like, I ain't gonna watch. I don't waste my time with that. But you only watch it because it, it it's adds part up of something. It's part of the, yeah, it's it's part part of of the whole theory. Marvel yeah, yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're like, oh, I need to watch yeah. this. This this Doctor No, whatever he's is yeah. it Doctor, Doctor no, Strange? No. Doctor Strange. <laughs> 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 just find out the one that you don't like. That's a brilliant. What is it, what? Doctor, Doctor Who? Doctor Who. That's a Doctor Who. You know what? Every part of mine, I was like, I'm just going to go over here. Just say it. Doctor No? 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 Okay. Uh, it's still him still. But um, I feel like when they get it right, they really do get it right. Yeah. And that's what I liked about the film. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was a really, really, really good film. But you're, when you watch it, you're, I think you'll know what. I don't want to like, it's the best, like, best film I've ever seen in my life. But I, had to, I think it was 10 out of 10 because I couldn't see mm. where they went wrong in in it and a friend of mine he's into like like comic books and stuff and there were some questions I was asking him and he was just like well they've changed that bit so it's not exactly how the, how the comic book is so they slightly changed it so when I watched it I was like oh that's kind of cool they've done that because it doesn't have to always 
go by the comic book script. Yeah. I think because the films has to portray to a wider audience who don't know the comic books. Yeah. As opposed to you're like a film and then online everyone's saying, No, but it's not really like the comic books though, so it's not a good film. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, yeah. But I enjoyed it though, innit? Yeah. 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 But now I've like I've got this feeling like well, it's not that like the comic books, so yeah. it can't be good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, man, but good film. Some people are saying film of the year. I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that on social media. Would I called you? that. I called it earlier. Yeah. I said uh, he's going to get Oscar nomination for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I hope it gets in the kind of the that, categories. Yeah, in the yeah. category for the academies because I okay. don't think there's been a film all this right. year that's that's close to it, in my opinion. So, as somebody that's seen all of the Jokers in this room now, yeah, how would you? What order would you put all the Jokers in in terms of like your favorite and your least? Because because he's a, a big favourite okay. for most people. Mine's Jack yeah. Nicholson. So got Heath Ledger, Jack yeah. Nicholson, Mark what's Hamill, Mark Hamill, uh, and then what's his face? The the crap one. Uh, the one that was in Jared the Leto. that's it, Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. He's in Suicide Su- Su- <laughs> Squad. That one. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I didn't even. I didn't, that's Wait, he's, 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 he's in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. That whole film trash, bro. Most said that guy. Yeah. That's got to know. I didn't even include that in any kind of. I was. I thought. Yeah. When that film come out, I was like. Is this like some spin-off of the comic books or I was like, nah, this mm. that one weren't for me, man. Mm. See what you're trying to do, but nah. Yeah, yeah, I seen it. You put a lot of big names in it. There was a lot of promo for it as yeah, well. And yeah. I was like, nah, boo, man. Not even Will Smith could save that franchise. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah, that one. That okay, one. so leaders off the leaders off the table, you got Jack Nicholson, you got Mark Hamill, who's like Luke Skywalker, but he's the voice of the Joker. Yeah, the he's comics. the voice of the animated ones. Yeah, yeah. Heath Ledger. So who do, you, who do you put as your number one? I'm curious now, because I've not seen it, and people are saying that this is a better performance than Heath Ledger's. Do you know what? It's hard, yeah, because after the film, me and my friend were saying that, but they're different because... They're so different because the performance in this is from his perspective and his point of view in the whole way of the film. Yeah. The other one is different because you have other, you have one you, with the one with Heath Ledger, you have Batman in it. You mm, have him. Mm. So it's not just about Joker. Mm. It, you know, um, you've got Harvey Dent in it. You've got a lot of mm, key right. characters yeah, that yeah. make that film a really Fair good enough. film. And I feel with Heath Ledger, it's like that has iconic scenes. Whereas this one, the new Joker has some iconic scenes, but there's so many quotables in this new one. You'll be sitting there like, that's quotable. That's an amazing scene. Mm. That's and whereas this one, there's like the Joker scenes are the best scenes, so mm. it makes the film like the right, scene where okay. he gets the snooker cue and then they have to fight. Like you're thinking, right? Like, is this is this what kind of film it is like? Or even the beginning scene where they're robbing the bank and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think Joker really carries that film as the, where this film is different because it's just this character. There okay. is no other. There's no superhero. There is. Do you know what I mean? Not yeah. to give it away, but there isn't. Like, oh, okay, now here comes Batman to yeah. save the day or mm-hmm. here comes this person that's going to... It's not. It's just about Joker in this film. So that's why I say they're different. Right. Um, I, I couldn't... Yeah, they both do great jobs. So I wouldn't want to discredit either or... Oh, I need to see this now, man. Yeah. I know where I'm going tonight, man. But as, <laughs> an acting, as an acting perspective, whew, this new one is wicked. Still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As If you watch it in terms of acting, like, yeah, it is like, bro... Like there's points, the points I was watching it, and I was just like, like, "How did I can you know when you can see how like you can have like you especially with like Heath Ledger how mm. you know how he really went into the method acting you can see that straight in this film in it mm. because you're like this is a mad role to do it's mad pressure as well <clears throat> stepping stepping up to that role knowing yeah. that everyone puts Heath Ledger right at the top or there's mm. loads of great people that have played the Joker that's pressure though you know to do Massive, that man. 
and to know that you've got the origin story so the film's about you so if you fuck this if you're shit basically mm. you've mm. ruined the whole film yeah. yeah that's mad pressure how have you been hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. In time recently, Funk? I've been fiddling around with my laptop. Fiddling. <laughs> no, I'm a, um, so I've got a MacBook Pro. I'm um, someone who uses it predominantly for music production, but I've always found that they they do this on purpose. They don't put enough storage in there. All so the time. you put one app on there, two apps in there, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you're getting notifications yeah. saying storage space running low. Storage space. So I had to. I've luckily I've got the the um, MacBook where you can kind of open it up and, and make some oh, amendments. Okay. I guess it voids your manufacturer's warranty, but... It <laughs> you know what, so it's quite, a lot of DJs have that MacBook. Yeah. Is that the one still with the CD drive? No, the one? one just after that. This, oh, this, okay. this one. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So the one with the SD card yeah. you can pop on the side, yeah. Okay. So I've had to kind of upgrade that, but I was having a lot of talks with kind of DJ friends and, and other producers and they, they just are ultimately frustrated at the way Apple are trying to lock you into their mm-hmm. ecosystem where it's just like, yeah. you're like a fiend. Yeah. You, you, need, a, you need a hookup. You better <laughs> yeah. come to me, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you can't change what you bought with yeah, it. True. And yeah, so I literally online in China and trying to find all these dodgy websites <laughs> to try and find this, this, this magic hard drive. But yeah, that, that's how I spent my past couple of weeks. Yeah. And Ad- also talking to space films, I saw um, Ad Astra. Oh, I went to saw Ad, Ad Astra. Okay. That's a really, because the, the draw for that was um, Brad Pitt and um, Harvey Keitel. Is it mm. Harvey Keitel? No, it wasn't Harvey Keitel. Someone in that, re- that, that ball, that ballpark, but Brad Pitt, obviously he's a big, big draw and he's he's in space but it's it's a space film but in a weird way it's like a a father-son relationship kind of tale but it's it's set in space i don't want to give too much away but it's some really powerful acting in there as well Mm -hmm. kind of but i feel like the the space aspect of it is kind of like the backdrop so it's not you're not going to see too many aliens and 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 monsters and all that kind of stuff it's really about the the whole experience of being out there being alone it's it's a bit of a psychological 
Okay. Is yeah. this like the new level for actors to have a space film under their belt? Do you know Matt what? Damon, Sandra Bullock. Is that that thing? Like to be no, like to be big in Hollywood now. Like every, you're at a party and they're like, "So I did my space film." Like, is that is that is that because like, everyone's doing it now? Do you know what I think they're doing? I think they're taking real kind of I don't know non-serious yeah. settings like sci-fi, like mm-hmm. Marvel, and they're putting real acting into it. So like yeah. this new Joker film, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're taking something which is supposed to be fictional and they're putting a real, real serious element Sick. which changes i guess the demographic that would see it yeah. because more time you get people like i'm into i'm into anime i'm into manga and all that kind of stuff and trying to convince these people that it's not just a cartoon there's serious films in it yeah. is part of the difficult for people to, to to enjoy the film yeah but yeah. when you get films like joker and they're probably going to get a, a oscar nomination I hope so alongside other serious titles it mm. might make people go oh yeah all right I'm, i'll give that yeah. a go yeah, i'll, I'll watch batman I'll, mm. I'll, I'll dress up in cosplay and come with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Cool. Oh, how have I been killing time? No one asked me, but I'll say anyway. Uh, how, how, have you kill, how have you killed time? Oh, thanks for asking. <laughs> yes, I appreciate yes. that, bro. Right. 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 Oh, you got my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a nice edit. <laughs> I got an electric car. Okay. Key is, so basically with electric cars, we've um, there's loads of things out there, right? So everybody knows Tesla, right? Let's just put it out there. But mm. they're like, 80 to 100 racks if you want to get okay. a sexy version yeah, of that that's in Mo's price range right now not really in mine do you know what I mean Mo's like yeah yeah it's in my brain yeah no do you know right. I was looking online innit you yeah can, but you can you can get one online yeah you can add all your extras and how much did it come it up online. to you when you did it no because I'm one of them people I go online to all these car things and I just add all the extras yeah to, to see how how much, how it, much yeah. can it go innit yeah. when I start mad like 80 grand or something like that 80 racks for something dumb. a very new type of car so um, I do I'm, don't get me wrong I do want to try a high end electric car but um, Kia came out with like an affordable version it's like 35 grand right mm. for a car sent mm. me one got to try it out driving around for like a week or so living that electric vehicle lifestyle bro mm. For starters, I just want to say it took me about 20 minutes to get started because I was kind of waiting for the drum. So I was pressing the start button. I was like, for fuck's sake, man, what's going on with this? Looking at the man and everything. But the car was running already. I just had to press the start button and roll. Serious? Is that that quiet? It doesn't have any noise if you're not driving it. Yeah. So uh, it's even got speakers on it so that when you drive it, there's little speakers that go to make you sound like you're you're actually moving around. BMW, I think the i8 had that as well. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, got that, dro- drove it, drove it all the way up to Manchester and it was just like, yeah, I went to an Indian wedding, by the way, Indian weddings are fucking lit, yeah. bruv, but long days. Uh, so I drove up there to go to an Indian wedding and I was just shook getting in it cause I didn't know what it was going to be like driving an electric car. How am I going to charge it? Am I going to get stuck? Yeah, what's it like at the, at the pump or the plug rather? So I, so need essentially to plug it in and bruv to quite, charge it quite literally yeah, in the back it's got an extension needing it but like anywhere that you can get petrol like a like a big petrol station yeah that's on the motorway there's usually a couple of electric bays um or there's they, ones they do, around. They do like supercharge as well so yes some of it because i think that's the a lot of people think with because I, I was doing some research on it and like people think because it's electric it's going to take like nine hours to charge. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you can get a supercharge and it will charge your your car in like half an hour and give you like 80 percent yeah really battery. yeah yeah bang yeah. on so yeah this is exactly the same so you can get like like you said 80 percent in like 40 minutes but if there's tesla do super superchargers where theirs have like twice the amount yeah. um so if you do get another electric car like a tesla you can get a faster charge if mm-hmm. you can afford the car but i will say shout out tesla i drove to the hotel and they had tesla charging points there so i thought i couldn't charge 
they actually give you a normal car charger, then you can use it free of charge. So I drove like up to Manny back. I've been driving around for a week. I've done about 500 miles. Cost me about 22 pounds. No way. No congestion charge as well. If you live in London, I'll take that too. Thank you very much. Um, So yeah, man, that was it. Like I drove that. That that was pretty cool. Um, We've got full stats. We'll put a link in the show description so you can kind of see what it was like. And what's the name of the car? car looks like the Kia Nero. Okay. Looks all right. Doesn't look like, you know, it's not a Lamborghini. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, um, yeah it looks cool. What colour are you you're driving in? Black. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't want to have like a red one. <laughs> <laughs> not you're going to get tints on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, put, I'll put the six by nines and the sum in it as well. So you really got that. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice little drive. And I was on Netflix last night. And <laughs> what popped up? <laughs> Momentum. Momentum. Oh, oh, Mo. <laughs> big ups, big ups, big ups. Um, yeah, bruv. So it's live now. The, yes. the show yes yes talk live. to us it's man how, how did that come to be because that's a big look man uh Amazing. yeah i guess like the conversation had started maybe a year ago of because obviously like i had done the, i was still doing the tour mm. and like the tour didn't have any promo but we're selling these selling out shows and mm-hmm. run of dates and stuff and the funniest thing is when we were selling out these dates everyone was just like no nah, it's just fake selling out and it? it's not mm. really selling out yeah. it's just making out he sold it out and yeah. i'm like bro like it is sold out i'm talking like close friends i'm like yeah my mom wants to come i'm like bruv i can maybe get you in but i don't know no nah, come on i'm knowing you and i'm like dude there's no seats yeah can't have your mom stand up for like two hours <laughs> someone so, heartless <laughs> like that though <laughs> yeah yeah he's like mom you're right hey mom stand up still stand up you're right. <laughs> it's good for your legs isn't it <laughs> for the barriga spains like that <laughs> But um, yeah, so the conversation started maybe about a year ago and then it kind of got confirmed uh, in December. Um, And weirdly enough, I wasn't like, oh my God, it's happening. Wow. I was like, cool, wicked, sick. Like, And I told like my close friends, um, told my family. um, But then for me, it's like until it is actually happened and it's like it's happening and it's ready to go and it's like it's got a date for it, then it felt real. So, because, you know, there's always, like, things get pushed back yeah, and, and stuff yeah. like that. And and I've had projects before where, oh, yeah, you film this thing and da, 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 and it can go, not like, it doesn't go left. It just it gets delayed and there's other things that are going to bro- be brought out. So, um, yeah, we recorded it in April in Hackney Empire. We've done two shows in one day. Um, so we recorded an afternoon show and then we recorded uh, an evening show back to back. So literally as soon as everyone left, they cleaned it all up and then we shot another show and continuity i had to literally wear the same stuff and so i performed the first show like very pretty much how the show is didn't because normally i like to kind of improv here or try and new something here but Mm. i couldn't do that i had to do it how it is mainly for the cut and then the second one i I could have a little bit more fun of it so there was like a woman who kept shouting out at one point Mm. so i'd bust a little joke with her didn't keep that in the edit. I was like, listen, this is my Netflix special. Well, not yours. Up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah. And she was going around telling her friends, I yeah. want to be in it. <laughs> yeah. well, the thing is, none of the audience knew. They oh, seen okay. all the cameras. Yeah. Right. Um, and like, like close friends and like new family knew, but yeah. um, everyone who was there didn't have an idea. Okay. And like some people was like, oh, so like what's, what's, what's all the cameras for? So I was like, we're just filming it just to like film it and stuff. So, you know, we had like the lanyards and stuff that like, the crew would have, but 
couldn't have any Netflix logos on there to give it away because it's very, very hush mm. and stuff. But they're, they're great, great people to work with. Obviously, it's different. Some of the guys from LA Netflix came down as well. There's someone based in Amsterdam, so they came down to, to watch the show. Um, and the cool thing, <coughs> I say the cool thing, but in terms of like how like I've realised of how it's like, you know, you've got Top Boy on and then my thing. And then there's all like you realise where your show is for other things to come because even yesterday stranger things for season four got announced mm -hmm. um breaking bad films coming out in october the irish is coming out in i think like november so you start i'm looking at it now like oh my god i'm so glad my special's here yeah and not like after the breaking bad film or mm. do you know what i mean because then you kind of get lost in the traffic a little <laughs> bit so yeah, man. But in terms of a process, it was like, yeah, it was it was a good process. And like my production company, um, you know, my production company and my managers, they got a production company called Lucky Seventeen. So we kind of came together and just helped produce it together. So that was important for the edit because then I get to see cut scenes or, you know, if there's certain things, I'm like, why can can we try and see what it looks like with that camera? And um, yeah, that that process was painstakingly long, like long. Mm. I wasn't ever in in the edit. But I'd always get to see the versions and then I just have to write my notes, mm -hmm. send it along. Then there's times it's like, yeah, we've just sent it out. We can't do the edit now. And then uh, the edit will get changed yeah. and then it come back. So yeah. how many revisions did you have to do of, of things like that? So I think there was about, three, I'd say three and a half because mm. the reason why I say half because it was only like maybe some of the, I think towards the second part of the show that got changed a little bit. Um, and then after all of that, we had to mix it because we've got a live band. So we've got to do the mixing that when you, hear it in your living room it has the same because i remember getting a version back and mm. i was watching it on my phone i was coming back from football and i was like this don't sound how it did on the day <laughs> and it's just like you know that my manager said to me it's not going to sound like that because it hasn't been mixed yet. yeah yeah so after it then got mixed i played it in my house and i got like a nice little sound system in it mm. set up with the tv I played it and I think it was the Rastafarian nursery rhymes in it. Yeah. So it's like, dum, dum, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. Like, that's why I was, I've always said to people, don't like, you can't obviously watch it on a phone or an iPad, but it's, you get a better experience on the TV. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, watching it. So, um, yeah, man, I think that the whole process of just, cause I'm very, I like to learn and see how things are made mm -hmm. and how they're done. And, you know, I, it's nice to have that creativity and be like, can we try it like this? Or as opposed to you do it, and then it's on TV. And then afterwards, you're like, I don't like this. Version. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. How would you describe your comedy to somebody you meet or the few people that you meet that haven't heard of who you are? Because you're out there now, but you are, you're very different. The, your style of comedy is very oh, different. You're in your you. own yeah, lane. Mm. I guess it's like, weirdly enough, I didn't know what my style was of comedy until like critics would come to the show and they'd explain. So it is observational. Mm. But it's also, um, it's quite, especially with that, that show momentum, it's quite reminiscent. I talk about a lot of my upbringing, um, which for me helped a lot because it's not in a time, time. So, for example, it's not like I'm talking about what's happening right now with Brexit and all that stuff. Mm. It's just, you know, I feel like I've made something that you could watch it in 10 years and you can still find it funny. Mm. Um, and there's other comics that can still do stuff like, and they can talk about what's happening now. You can watch it back. But I guess for me, that's never been my strengths really. So I've always had a lot more strengths talking about me, my upbringing, my background, where I'm from um, and my observations and trying to kind of juggle it all and put it out there, but also using like things like music and bringing it to life a little bit more, 
you know, doing silly things. Like I, I don't mind taking like the mick out myself mm-hmm. at times. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I try to just, just try and learn a little bit from the art of comedy of just like, okay, maybe like if we try and take that and try and add that, you know, how can we add music without there being a DJ? So we thought, let's do it with a live band, you know, and then we've done the live band, we've done rehearsals with them. They're like, I know a lot of the guys personally, like one of the guys who directed it is a friend of mine called Mark Crown. So he's a big boy trumpet player, does stuff like rudimental and stuff. So to get even those people on my special was already like, wow, I've got some proper sick musicians. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's quite hard to really like describe what it is that I really do as such because I never want to put myself in a box and I guess... The more I evolve, the more I want to try different ideas as stand-up. I never want to be like, he's the observational guy with music. I was like, well, mm. one day I might just try some deadpan stuff, you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I never want to be boxed in as a as a comic. Just hopefully try to be more versatile. Yeah, because you know I mean? a lot of people, their first experience of you is through their phone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, it's course. the geezer on the roof or it's you talking about, you know, how delicious the sunshine is, whatever. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. So they know you from that angle. And then I suppose there's always going to be critics or people that go like, can you really do stand up though? Because because oh, yeah, yeah. there are I people that. that are internet famous. They're <laughs> yeah, hilarious, yeah. and then when they get on stage, they just bomb like straight away. Yeah, yeah, of course. So did yeah. you feel like you had something to prove a little bit still because um, of that? That that tour, it, like that, because that tour started in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was I was doing a lot of the videos, but I always said to myself, "How long can I keep doing these videos?" And I was like, I'm, "I knew I'm like, well, I'm a stand up first. This is this is." Like, I've got this audience through social media, but I'm a stand-up comic. So that's why I was like, I'm going to do this tour. And when I first done the tour, everyone coming, like, you know, dates are selling out. Mm-hmm. And I could see people tweeting, like, going to go gonna go see Mo Gilligan tonight. Don't know what to expect. Might be a laugh. <laughs> I just thought I'd just buy a couple tickets. So I'm already seeing this. And in my head, I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's better for me now because yeah. I'm going to give them a really good show. Yeah. So I think that was the cool thing about when we done the tour it was like, it proved a lot of people, not so much wrong, but people like, oh, wow, he can actually do stand-up. Yeah. He's actually mm. a comic. Um, so then with, especially more so with the Netflix stuff, it was just kind of like up in the levels a little bit. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, let's do it in a, let's do it somewhere big. Let's do like Hackney Empire. Let's, let's really like make it look like a proper special, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, you, you, of course, like I know I, I, I'm, I'll never sit here and be like, you know, like, I know I do videos online, so I never be like, no, nah, like, I never, no, nah, my, my, my audience are authentic, man. They've seen me through the art of comedy. It's like, well, no, nah, people have mainly seen me through a lot of my, my skits and sketches and stuff like that. That's how I've, like, that's how people have joined the journey, you mm-hmm. know, so. Yeah. But then there's also a bunch of people in other countries who don't know that stuff. So they're just seeing this guy on Netflix, you know, some guy in Sweden. He's like, I don't, I don't know who this guy is. Mo Gilligan, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know why he speaks like that, but <laughs> but, but it helps with the impression. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but he's just seeing me for me. He doesn't yeah. know that I do like. He doesn't know what couple of cans is. So you also have to kind of sell yourself to people who've never seen you. But at the same time, if he then goes on my socials, he'll be like, oh, rock, okay, cool. He, this is what this is what he does. Mm. So it kind of it, it brings another. And bring someone to, back to what my world is as well. Yeah, yeah. You know? So yeah, but you definitely have to like prove people wrong a little bit. Yeah, you know? of course, man. Yeah. And the reach of Netflix that must have been mind blowing because you've done oh, like you've man. done two TV shows on Channel Four that yeah. were on you know prime time really like a yeah. really important time to watch, um, but a Netflix show. Yeah. The audience for that must have been just. It was mad. That literally, my phone was on a mad one yesterday. Mm. Like people from like. 
Hey man, just watch yourself from Massachusetts, man. I'm like, Massachusetts, you know. Yeah, just like people from like like literally when I mean all over the world, like there's like Australia, someone someone from China, like and I'm in my head I'm like this is someone who's 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 British and yeah. they've gone to move out there. Yeah. So in my head I'm like yeah, but it's not really. But yeah. this is like some girl who's like Chinese, yeah. like and yeah. she's like yeah, she's like yeah, I watch your stuff. I thought it was great. Like just discovered it like yesterday. Like and that, some people are just in intrigued of like Western culture, mm-hmm. you know, just the same way we are. Like we're like oh right, they're like who's this American dude or whatever. So it's kind of like the same thing, but all over the world, I was getting messages of like yeah, I just watched it or tweets. So yeah, it's it's like I didn't know personally. I didn't know that yesterday it would have the buzz. It mm, did. Mm. I was very much like, sit back and see what happens, innit? Yeah. yeah. I found out in like a month if people like yeah, it because yeah. you don't know, you don't know if it's going to be something where people might watch it or they, they might watch it later on. But yeah, like there's people who I just, who have never seen my stuff before that watched it and like, and I was like, it's very, it's very overwhelming and just, I just got so taken back from it. Do you know what I mean? Just like, wow. Like, yeah. This is, this is where as far as you can go, you don't know who's listening, but. Yeah, that was I think the, the the cool thing about yesterday when it launched. Like yeah. the amount of people just got back to me or just said I really enjoyed it. I watched it. People had like mini screenings at their house and stuff, and I'm like, oh, Rob, but I didn't. That's I amazing. Don't, I don't do that for other comedians, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, innit? <laughs> but yeah, momentum, man. Like, check it out. We'll put a link in the show description. Big man. Ups, it's funny. Man. Big ups, and like, big ups. I just want to really stress, like, you do tick the boxes for people that do know who you are, but you bring some new shit to the table, like the oh, musical you, side man. of things. You yeah. brushed against that, but. I do like the elements that you brought yeah. to it. It was a nice surprise. Oh, cheers, bro. And, you, and also you can see the band cracking the fuck up. When you're cracking oh, yeah, jokes, yeah, you yeah, can just see the... <laughs> in the oh, background. cheers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it, that was very important to have them in, yeah. in shot as well because yeah. I was like, they're, they're part of the show. They're not just like a side piece at the side. And yeah. then he's like, yeah, boy, the band. They're like, no, yeah. they're, they're yeah. part of the show. And a lot of them are like my friends. So it's very important that they that we kept those shots in, yeah. you know, that you see them laughing because I'm a, I'm a big fan of like, especially even like with my TV show, I've made sure that you could see people behind us. So when we are talking, you're seeing real people laughing at the same time. So it's not just like, no, it's just canned laughter, isn't it? They're just laughing because they're there. And I'm like, no, you can see them laughing with us at the same time. So that was like the same thing with a band of just like, let's add it in, innit? If they laugh, they laugh. Like, Mm. you can't have them straight faced, like serious. (laughs) 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 That'd be so cold if you like had a a joke that was killing the audience's laughing and they're just like looking at you with their arms crossed. Yeah, can you imagine if the the band weren't laughing? All right, man, can we get to our next bit, bro? Right, man. Yeah, so momentum. Check it out, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's good. I look forward to more now. Well, you got to write some more shit. Everyone's seen oh, your yeah, show no, now. You got to write man. the new I've, one. I've been writing for a good year now, so it's weird because obviously, like, like my experiences and stuff are changing. So yeah. the I've, I always just write to write sake for like writing sake. You know what I mean? I just have some time where if I go on holiday, I'm trying to write a little bit. I don't. I'm not one of them people where it's like, yeah, I just lock myself in a room and I just write a special. And like, <laughs> nah, that's that's. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the that I don't, that's not what I do in it. Yeah. Like I kind of write when I get ideas, mm-hmm. and then I kind of expand off the idea. So a lot of the special was like stuff that I've like I've kind of um, yeah. Let me let me talk about dyslexia, but like how can I talk about it where I can? Like, I need to talk about it. That's not a way one that feels like I'm I'm telling people about it, 
but also in a way where I'm kind of explaining it a little bit, explaining who I am and how it's affected me, but mm-hmm. in a light-hearted way, you know what I mean? So mm. I guess it's like a lot of ideas. I tend to just expand on them. And then I'm quite a person where I like to just, I'll just do the jokes in my house by myself. And just that's how I practice my material. Yeah. I'm not really a big, massive, I've just, I just written just four pages of new jokes. No, mm. that's, no, no, I'm not going to be in your biopic doing that. <laughs> doing that. That's not, not going to be in the film, <laughs> in it. <laughs> like, you know, if there's a biopic, yeah. it's like, yeah, I look myself in. No, yeah. but there's like, yeah. Um, school bullies. <laughs> Big man up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Sued. <laughs> I am a suit. Everybody had a suit. Everyone. And I swear, mine was actually called Masood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you know Masood as well. Every school had a suit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's sick, man. Um, nah, and the relationship up, you had with your teacher. Nah, I, had, I, respect, I, re- I related to that. Yeah. I think I did a couple of moves like that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was, it was definitely that. I went to school, like, so when, you know, wrestling was at its height. Yes. So, like, D-Generation X, Stone Cold. <laughs> Those were the best type, the best yeah, days. Like, yeah. Like, That's golden era. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, when they had like, the yeah. best steroids, because yeah. they were all j- <laughs> 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 yeah. They were on some primo steroids. Yeah. Oh, but man. everyone was hyped. Like, yeah. this is a bunch of, like, 13-year-olds at adolescence. Yeah. Just all, we all thought we were just, like, <laughs> slyly wrestlers, didn't it? <laughs> like, we were just so dumb as yeah. well. Like, we go to girls and be like, hey, what's your name? Yeah, my name doesn't matter that's how dumb it was like <laughs> and we thought that was cool yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sick, you bro. see what I just done bloody. you see what I just done <laughs> like people just walk into a class finally no has come back <laughs> to science <laughs> with a million ten millions of people like that's it was very like that's so I try and capture that time of my life yeah Especially in that in that part of the show, of just like that was most probably a time in my life where I just that's what I cared about mm, football yeah. and wrestling in it. Yeah, like yeah. like you know like now you got kids that like they're into like yeah like I listen to that music and that yeah I listen to that music but mm. yeah every Monday no not Monday sorry Sunday and and Saturday yeah man watch a bit of SmackDown some Raw that was so it's really important to try and capture that okay. time you know just to clarify what part of London are you from. So I grew up in South London. So I grew up in Camberwell for yeah. 15 years. And then we moved to Peckham. Have you always known us to be like, I'm from North West? Yes, of course. Like in the raves, North London inside, West London, East London, South London. That's it. And then you've got this couple of people. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yo, no Weezy, man. They're vexed, isn't it? Yeah, they're like, because yeah. obviously you like the tune it, where did we come from? North Weezy. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, that was our power That was my first introduction of what North West ever was. So yeah. from wow. that song... Because I was like, oh, okay, that's that's Northwest. Because I was young, I didn't know yeah. London was that big anyway. But <laughs> you're like, like South and the rest of the world. No, but you know, like, you, like you, I think back then you you knew about like North London, mm. East London, because that's where like the the grime and that was from. South, but, yeah, but, I'm but, from but. South. Yeah, and then there's West <laughs> London. But like even like we were quite ignorant growing up because we were like South, what West London? No, nah, but there ain't no West London. <laughs> we, we, we was we thought West London was West End. Like, okay, that's how yeah, dumb we was. Yeah, we were just yeah. like, no, nah, West London is yeah. West End. Like, yeah. so then when like Northwest, like I knew about it from that song, North Weezy. But yeah, I remember you be you be in a rave and DJs were like, yeah, you but also also Northwest. Then they'll just so be like cold. ten man. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the same in the East as well. Yeah. East, we didn't recognize Northwest. Like, we it didn't have a landmark in it. So when you said West, you, you go, oh, about, bro, you got Chocadero. That's like, <laughs> that, that was West London. Like Oxford Street, West London. that's what we thought it was. Wow. All right. And then you guys turned brought, up. brought me back down to Earth, boy. <laughs> what team you support? 
It's what Arsenal. Good yeah. man. My yes. Man. So yeah, yes. Don't leave me you, you, you're in a room with a Man United supporter as well. He's United. Yeah, he's in a period of transition right now. Mad for you lot right now. I watched that game. You know, I watched that game yesterday, and it was terrible, innit? it? Yeah. I was like, this is Man United, you know. Then the guy who even scored. He didn't even know what to do. Like, he scored and he was like, where, where should I go? I'm going to go over he here. He was surprised, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, I was like, big man United, you know? Nah, man. Wasn't it McTominay or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. I was like, nah, man. <laughs> it doesn't even feel like a Man United player's name. It don't, it don't have no, no spark. It's, it's got no je ne sais quoi, you know? No, it's got no, no, no that, that game was just like so Jeez. like... Look, look, he, wants to, he wants to say something. Look at it. Oh, wait, go on, Bill. <laughs> you say that je ne sais quoi, but John O'Shea had no, had no je ne sais quoi either. John O'Shea Welcome to the ASMR football podcast <laughs> <laughs> You know what Bill I feel sorry for you man When you get out of that period of transition Let me know bruv You've been oh, doing no, it the for like 10 we years Big talk Man United's going to finish above Arsenal this season Alright cool What was that Bill? Oh yeah yeah K-Curd also told us He says you're a big fan of buying a fresh shirt and socks Before your shows Are you still, oh, yeah. do you still like to do that? Listen bruv before wow, shows, the joy in your face! I love a fresh T-shirt, like especially for shows, yeah. because the thing is, like, it has to when it's fresh, it's just fresh. It's fresh black T-shirt is fresh. You can't get fresher than fresh. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Even like, yeah, I I keep it and I mm. wash it, mm. but it doesn't do the same job of when it's fresh. And then socks. When we was on tour, like I've got a thing about I just need fresh socks in it. So for example, we'd be in the in the in the car for like four hours. So I'll be sitting there and I pair of socks on. So then it's like, all right, cool. You're going to do rehearsal. We go rehearsals. Then when the show starts, I'm like, I want to put some fresh socks on. Like, I just want to feel fresh, innit? Mm. Otherwise my feet are feeling all sweaty and that. So I put fresh socks on. Then after I finish the show, I normally sweat quite a lot. So I'm cool. I back these socks off. Are we going out raving? I put another pair of fresh socks on. So <laughs> so you're like a 21 to 28 pairs of socks a week. So like, you know, there's that thing Guy. of like Dr. Dre has a fresh pair of like, doc, like Air Force Ones yeah, yeah, yeah. every day. Yeah, Dame Dash really used to chuck Dame away D- the, yeah. the that's trainers. Like that's, that's like me of socks. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, Primark knows about me. Yeah. Listen, bro, get these two fan socks out of here, yeah. bro. Pop, then I get another pair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta have that on your crib sessions where they yeah, go, yeah, yeah. you just open the sock uh, and you throw it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it uh, in prison when he used to lick the bottom of the sock because <laughs> they never wore it? He takes the sock out. He does <laughs> Licks the sock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. Y'all, y'all see my man, my man Kay's crib? Man, he got out sneakers, man. Look at this. I got a sock. I got a sock room, man. <laughs> we got woolly socks. We got football socks. <laughs> Pop socks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've got like, mainly like it's mainly yeah. just like sports socks in it, but then like a lot of the kind of like pop socks and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah go through a lot of socks, man. Yeah, yeah. I go right. for a lot and fresh. Yeah, fresh black tea, especially more for performing though. Okay. Not just every day, but, but like when I got shows. Is there a specific tea that you go for? Have you got like a tea where you're like, oh, that's my favorite? Yeah. Tea? So Reese, Reese, a Reese dude, tea, the Reese black T-shirt. Yeah. Um, that's that's the one. Yeah. Better than H and M. Um, it is because it holds its shape. Once you wash it, it keeps its shape. Yeah. It doesn't fade as quick. There's a science so, to black teas, man. There I'm is, you, there yeah. is. I'm telling you, there used to be another place in Central. They had really good black teas, but Rana Kovinek. Uh definitely crew neck. Crew neck, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, even right there, you're like, right, it's a crew neck. That's <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's a crew neck? <laughs> yeah, now V-neck is mad because I got little, like the pepper grain hairs and that in it. Okay. So they just kind of look like weeds <laughs> in the ground just coming up. So I just do the crew neck thing. Innit? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'll tell you who else do a French connection do a nice black t-shirt as well. 
All right. Yeah, yeah. Big up French Connection. They gave me some some free stuff when I first first started. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we like we want to dress you for your show. I was like, oh, thanks. So, yeah, I got big up them. But you yeah. found a free shit still? It must a lot must be coming your way now. I get some cool free stuff, you know. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Can you yeah, tell us what the coolest free it, shit it you got? It took is? a while, innit? Yeah. Like I was like, come on, man. Like I'm <laughs> doing this tour, innit? Like, but yeah, I've got um, okay, I've got three Xboxes. I've got them all for free. Three, three free As Xboxes. in one, two, three Xboxes <laughs> yeah. for free. Not at one stage, okay. but within the last six months. And where do they live, like, all three so of these I've Xboxes? Got, so <laughs> one of eBay. Them, I've got <laughs> <laughs> no. So one of them I've got in, this, in the sitting room. Yeah. And another one I'm going to give to my nephew. Right. And I'm opening up my first office uh, this month. So that will go in the office, basically. Sick. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. But... Um, that's most of the yeah. I've got some other cool things like yeah. you get some brands give you some free crepes and stuff. But yeah, that was most probably the one where I was like, right, Xbox here. Yeah? Mm. And I've got friends now like, hey, bro, if you get invited to this fever thing, yeah, you think I can get that game, bro? And I'm like, yeah, you can have it if you want it. So now <laughs> it becomes this weird thing of like friends, like yeah, you know, it's like a certain game coming like Call of Duty and stuff. They're like, yeah, because I, I don't, I I play FIFA, but not like that in it. Yeah, mm. so I just normally play it if I got friends around. But more time, I just give it. To my, my brethren and stuff, mm. you know what I mean. So, yeah, but yeah. The best free stuff is them Xboxes still. Yeah, it's not bad, you know. I got some Bose headphones as well still. Really, some Bose headphones, yeah. yeah? yeah the noise cancelling ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gassed. Okay. Yeah, yeah they was, come in a really nice box as well, don't they? Yeah, I was so when you, gassed. When you open those, it's like an event, you know. They're them. You know the noise cancelling ones when you yeah. go on a plane. And Just the can't hear nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The business yeah. guy yeah. takes them. Yeah, you're like, oh, right, look at those headphones <laughs> in the case. Yeah, and there's me with my Beats, thinking I'm cool. I'm down with the kids, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. footballers got these though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before you get out of it, we're going to play a game. Yes. K Curd, it was Curd or Turd. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we got facts about Curd and Freedom at him. We're going to play a similar version with you where we're going to get facts about the name Mo or things that are called Mo. You're going to have to guess whether they are actually true or yeah. false. Or okay. Mo, no. Or Mo, no, as we're going to okay. call the game. Mono, there you go. Hey. Bro. <laughs> it's it's you, the bro. Mono show. <laughs> mono show. Never seen, never heard. What's so, the word? Mono, no. Mono. No. <laughs> Welcome to the Mono show. It just happens, <laughs> in it? When you listen to Garage and Grime, in it, like. <laughs> oh man. Um, so we're gonna run by fact by fact, uh, fact by fact. We're gonna throw at you, and you're gonna just have to let us know whether they're true or false. We have got some sound effects which come from your stand up now. So if it's true, we're gonna give you this. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, if it's false, though. we're going to give you... <laughs> no. Okay. What was that one? The no one? No. We can change them. We can no, have no, different no, ones. That's, that's cool, right, man. Cool. That's so cool. if you think it's true, it's going to be... Beep, 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 beep. If you think it's false, you're going to say... No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I like that Right. You look mad impressive yourself. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So number one. Momo is a type of dumpling. Momo is a South African Asian dumpling popular across the Indian subcontinent and the Himalayan regions of the border of South Asia. Momo is steamed with some form of filling. Is this Mo or is this no? Um, I'm going to say no. Beep, 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 beep. True, bruv. It's right? true. Cool, that was a little warm up one, oh, right? Okay, that's true. All right, cool. Also, your name Mo is the name of an evil spirit that takes cash bribes. <laughs> What um, is Mo short for, by the way? Maurice? My full name's Mosiah. Mosiah. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, right, yeah. wicked. Nice, I know. Um, right. 
So you also share the name with the evil spirit that evil takes cash spirit. bribes. According to Chinese tradition, Mogwawe, shortened to Mo, there's certain there's certain type of demon that inflicts harm on humans. They're said to reproduce when it's raining. That's their mating season. So if it's raining outside, the Mo demons are going at it. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Is that Mo or no? Nah, I don't, I, I don't think that's true. Beep, 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 beep. I get mad competitive with this stuff still. All right, well, <laughs> we'll ask you a few. You've still got a chance to win, right, I reckon. Cool. I am. Right okay. now, you're, you're, you've got no points. It's two points on the house. All right, so I'm going to show you some pictures of somebody. This person's called Monique Jones. Now, before you answer this question, because this is a podcast, people aren't going to be able to see what you're seeing. I'd like you to describe the images uh, that have come up in front of you. This is a, an athlete. What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Monique is hench. She will punch guys up, boy. Okay. Monique's got muscles. I don't even have muscles. I don't even have muscles in the places that Monique's got them. You know that muscle you get on your shoulder, that bit there? The, 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 the traps. Bro- What's his name? Bro- bro- Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that muscle yeah, there. Yeah, Brock yeah. There you go. And that's, okay. her, that's her back end as well. Okay. There you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Most like I'm trying not to say. So basically, no. Monique is a as a bodybuilder. She's 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 like the WWE glory days. She's that hench. Oh yeah, she looks like that. But okay. she's a professional bodybuilder, and she weighs 86 kilograms when she's in shape. Yeah, yeah, that's big. Okay. So is she a real mo, Monique Jones, or is she a no? Did I make that up, or is that the truth? Monique Jones sounds like she looks like a Monique still. <laughs> wow! Shout out to all the Moniques out there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you to say, she looks like a mon. I'm gonna say that's true. You're on, right? You won. You got that right. That's okay, true. That's true. That's Mo. All right, sit. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll give you one more. If you, if you get this one, we'll let you win. Mo from The Simpsons was originally controversial because they spelt his name with an E, and traditionally Mo is spelt M O without an E. There was a petition formed to get the name changed from M O E to Mo, but it was unsuccessful because uh, Matt Groner basically said "fuck off." Not interested. Mm. Is that Mo or no? I think that is. I think that's false. Yeah, you go, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Is it false? Okay. Two points six, for the house, six, two six. points for you. You know, I'll give you one more. If you get this right, right you've won, on. all right? All right, go on. Right. There's a little town in Florida that came up during the Great Depression, right? The story goes that in this town's general store, two lads came in on errands for their mum, regularly trading two eggs for a packet of sugar. Locals began referring to the place as the Moeg store, shortening the word to Mo eventually. So this town is called Moegs because mm. everybody likes to get egg from one store, and it's in Florida. I think that's true. No. Oh. Sorry, bruv. It's actually called Two Eggs in Florida. There we go. Oh, and that, that is that how you... like a good story, though. You sold that one to me, <laughs> I though. was just saying words. I thought, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Did you know? But yeah. you're reading it like, this sounds like real facts. Yeah. Well, you've done better than Kirk because Kirk got none right whatsoever. Right. To, yeah, he never got so, any of the turds. So how many got, I got three, right? You got two right. I got two. Yeah, you tried okay. it, though. I thought I'd try it still. <laughs> All right, cool. And that was and that was Mo No, but thank you very much for coming on the show today, bruv. Nah, thanks for having um, me, man. And Momentum, like, bruv, such a sick comedy, man. So, like, man. I, yeah. really, honestly. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thank you so much, yeah congratulations. No, 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 it means a lot, man. Yeah, I guess I just wanted to do, do something that is, like, obviously that my stand-up, but also, like, something that's, like, a British export that people can watch here and be yeah. proud of, but yeah. people across the ponds can watch and be, like, understand what our culture is and yeah. hopefully I've just... I portrayed it well. Do you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. What's next for you though? That's that's. I don't, I don't want to spoil your moment right now because mm-hmm. really you should just be enjoying. You know, people yeah, from I Massachusetts. Guess, I guess now it's like um, there's a few other projects and stuff. Like it's not even like oh, I can't tell you, but I I won't want to say this is next and it doesn't come to like fruition. Doesn't happen. So yeah. I guess for me at the moment it's just like kind of doing what I'm doing now, but like like sustaining it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the TV show and stuff was cool and the Netflix thing was great, but you want to 
keep doing that for like the next couple of years. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's very important now is just like to keep doing that, keep like inspiring a lot of young people to like, like, I know it sounds like corny, but like to follow your dreams, but it's just like, that's kind of what I've just done and just kept doing it. So hopefully that's like the plan really of just doing what I'm doing now. So like it, you just, it, I guess if you're looking at it, like, oh, I want to maybe get into that or this, like you, you can do it. Do you know what I mean? I never had like a, I don't ever feel like I got a big cosign from someone that allowed me to do this stuff. It was just mm. like got this audience, kept putting out stuff, done a tour, and then got like the TV stuff, and that all kind of came afterwards. But it just means you just have to just keep going, innit? Yeah. Just What's the one doing? thing that you think you'll always be doing though? Like, what will you, what will be consistent? I'd always be doing stand up. Yeah, I love stand up. Yes. Like, mm. like I just like there's not there's nothing better than going on stage, getting that live reaction. Like it's just. Like even like yeah like even now now it's harder than ever because I'm more known so people are sitting there like yo blood you better be funny because yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like my girlfriend bought these tickets I don't know you but you better be funny innit? Yeah. so that's an added pressure now but that's that's the that's the good thing that I like is that it comes with that pressure so yeah live comedy you can't you can't beat that man wicked you know what wicked I mean? so yeah all right cool all right before you bounce where should we go to find out all about your live shows live shows will always be. Um, like Instagram is most probably like you'll always get it first. Instagram, Twitter, um, but then yeah, the website MoGilligan.com like, or nice. .co.uk. So it's all a little photo shoot you had for it as well. Yeah. You're doing oh, mad, yeah, st- yeah, mad yeah. staring over the cameraman's shoulder <laughs> into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> all, all different types of contemplation yeah, in those pictures. I was mad about that photo shoot because I was like, yeah, we got stylists and da da da. And then some of the clothes they had, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna wear that, you know. <laughs> so I just had a couple jumpers. Yeah. I came back from holiday, I think. Uh, the day before and I just had a couple jumpers and we just made it work and the photographer just done a job where he just looks a bit rustic and like yeah it looks sick a bit artistic as yeah. well yeah you, know you do mean? look like there's a lot of <laughs> philosophical thoughts in your head yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean there's one where I'm like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that one <laughs> I know what you're then, thinking so then, what if all the air this <laughs> 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 oh sick oh man right anyway we'll let you go man thanks nah, for coming on the it, show man. thanks man. for having me man nah, no lot, problem man. it's been How To Kill An Hour uh, yeah you can follow us on all of our socials which are at How To Kill An Hour we've literally got to stop recording now um, but yeah make sure you hit subscribe tell a friend about the show bless Peace. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.